Hey, this is Matthew Cruz, and I'm kind of excited because we are gearing up for the January 1st launch of the Yeah, That's My Dad podcast of a son loving his father by listening to his stories. All right, before we get to episode one on January 1st, we wanted to put up a few preliminary quick episodes to just get you oriented to what in the world you're going to be listening to. And what was it? Simon Sinek taught us you got to start with why. So we wanted to start with the big whys behind this podcast. And there are three of them. The first one is this. It's love. We're doing this podcast, or I am anyway, because I love my dad. A bunch of years ago, I was at a totally typical men's retreat, right? The food was nasty. The beds were like torture racks. I don't know if you've ever been there, but this place has like the sketchiest indoor pool ever. Anyway, back in the day, John Eldridge was the hot men's author for Christian stuff. And the guy running this retreat said, all right, here's what we're going to do. I need you guys to go take a walk in the woods. You got a half hour. And I want you to mine your past for your father wound. Where is it that your dad has just hurt you so bad that that thing is just still hanging over you? And we're going to try and get free of it. So doing what he asked, head out into the woods. I'm telling you, I wasn't out there for like seven minutes and I came back to the porch. He's sitting in the rocking chair and he's like, hey, what are you doing back already? I said half hour. And I said, hey, I got nothing. I could walk around in those woods for the next two hours, me and the owls and the squirrels. And there is no big time wound there. I love my dad. And I love doing stuff with my dad. Not putting his 93 air conditioners in the windows or hearing about China's million man army. I mean regular, fun, father and son stuff. And so when he was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer, I just said to myself, okay, how can I love my dad through this season, especially if this is gonna be our last together? It would be so easy for him to get depressed and down What if there was something that would cheer him up? And I mean more than a Red Sox win or a bag of Fritos. Something that would give me a chance to spend some pronounced meaningful time with him in in this season and give him something to work on and think about and look forward to and occupy his mind. And super bonus, what if it could help him to spend this time not focusing on end of life, but remembering and reflecting on the whole of his life and all the goodness and the grace that has attended it. And I was like, let's do a podcast. We'll just let him riff on his life. He would love that. And I love him. So let's do it. All right. So number one, I hope you feel it is love. Number two is obedience. Seeing this podcast as a way for me, his son, to obey Christ. So there's this thing that happens in a gospel alive heart. You just come to love and trust God so much that you just want to obey him in everything. And it's not that you are working your way or trying to obey your way into God's good graces and favor. But when you realize that you have been given that grace, the natural response is to say, oh man, I am all in on anything that you call me to. Scripture is replete with this. It communicates this basic idea of grace-fueled obedience. 
all the way through, all the way down. Moses says it like this, you shall walk in all the ways that the Lord your God has commanded you. David says it like this, I delight to do your will, O God. Paul urges us to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which we have been called. Peter says, hey, as he who called you is holy, you got to be holy. John says, this is the love of God, that we keep his commands. And James, who I love, says, I'll show you my faith by my works, or I will evidence that I have believed the gospel and received grace. I'll evidence it by my obediences. One of those obediences that we are all called to, it's the fifth command, it says this, honor your father. That is something we are all called to. Now, beautifully, nobody ever modeled obedience to this command for us more than Christ did. Remember, he lived the life that we should have lived in every way. He kept God's law perfectly, including this one. He honored both of his fathers. His heavenly father, for sure, in John 8, when they were coming at him, he said, I honor my father. And in Luke 2, when Jesus was a kid and he stayed back in Jerusalem and they came and found him and Mary freaked out, Joseph said, hey, Jesus, you need to come back with us. And Luke tells us that Jesus said, okay, dad. And from that point all the way until he was grown, he submitted to, honored his father. We're called to that too. We should always be asking, what does it look like for me to honor my dad And there's a million answers to that question. This podcast for me is one of them. I want to do this in a way that honors my dad because Christ calls me to that. All right, and then the last thing that we're going for, the big why behind this is that we want to hype fatherhood. So our American world and culture is down on dads and fatherhood. Some of it is that rabid smash the patriarchy screeching of those who want nothing to do with submission to any kind of authority above themselves at all ever. Some of it is just the general disrespect for dads. You know, we see them as goofy and annoying and unnecessary. Some of it is legit. I mean, I get why many of us could be ambivalent about fatherhood. Some of us have been hurt big time by our dads. Terrible words like abandonment, abuse, disappointment, neglect, all of that is real. But you got to remember that the sinfulness and the weakness and the not perfectness of your dad and my dad and me as a dad, oh shoot, I mean, I remember Grace saying, we're having a baby. And one of the thoughts that went through my head was, this is totally not fair to this kid. They have no choice but to grow up with me, a sinner, as their dad. How's this going to work? All of that is true, but none of that is a reason to trash fatherhood. Don't forget that Latin phrase, abusus non tolit usum, which just means abuse or misuse does not cancel proper use. If somebody uses a Makita rotary hammer to kill someone, you don't 
put an end to all carpentry projects, right? What you do is you go, hold on, and you seek to reestablish, hey, this is what the Makita rotary hammer is for. So now let's put it to its good and proper use. And our country, our churches are desperate for us to do that with fatherhood, to get a vision again of the goodness of having a dad and being a dad. That's the third why behind why we wanted to do this pod, to communicate, hey, dads are not perfect, but they're good, and they are to be loved and honored. All right, so that's everything that's sitting behind this podcast. We hope that you listen. We hope that your relationship with your dad is strengthened and maybe even healed by your listening. Maybe you get a new vision for what is possible in that relationship. That would be so sweet. And if you know anybody that could benefit from listening to a podcast of a son loving his dad by listening to his stories, let them know. January 1st, here we go.